Oh, The Weekend After Hours. This was a fairly heavily anticipated project. Mm-hmm. And maybe a part of another, like, sort of series. You reckon it will be? Like the trilogy? I have no idea. Could be. It's quite long to be sort of like that. Mm. 15 track, well, 14. And then there's the three on the deluxe. The first two, the sort of lead singles for this, Heartless. Um, and what was the other one? The the meme song, Blinding oh. Lights. Yeah. Um, really got me excited. I think he moved away from his sound in Starboy, and I've said this before. Mm. Um, that he sort of evolves every time yeah um, and fans that sort of want him to go back I don't think are ever going to get that back to the old sort of trilogy um, mixtape days um, but yeah this was a really good album I think that the production on here was really great on songs um, I think Metro wait yeah Metro Boomin yeah um, did a really good um, job on songs like Escape from LA mm. My two actual favourites... I had three favourites on this album. Um, Hardest to Love, Scared to Live, um, and Snow Child. They come right after each other. They're track three, four, and five. Um, I don't know. I just really enjoyed the feel of it. Um, Straight after that, Escape from LA, Heartless um, were really good. Um, Save Your Tears was really nice. I didn't Mm. really get into the bonus tracks. I think that... I'm not really ever a fan of bonus tracks. I agree. um, Just because they're sort of add-ons mm. like he had a vision and then these were just put on um but yeah i really enjoyed um hardest to love and scared to live because they were just so sort of grand and so yeah. open and it really showed off the weekend's voice and i think other tracks did that and um snow child was really good because he sort of rapped on it a little bit yeah um and it really gave me some sort of vibes back to some of the old days but I think um, Hardest to Love and Scared to Live for me were really great Um, sort of tells a story the whole album sort of tells a story of like wanting to leave wanting to get out of sort of the the industry just because Mm. of um, all the pressure and sort of the life he's living is not one that he really wants to live anymore Yeah, Um, things like that you obviously get that on Escape from L.A and things like that but what do you have to say and then I'll, I'll come back in maybe we'll play snippets of tracks but what yeah, do you have yeah I like that well I also had um, like three favourites that were consecutive as well and they were one two and three I, yeah. Alone Again and Too Late the production was just like perfect I'd say it's kind of like watching like Stranger Things or um, like it's Bandersnatch surreal. it's surreal yeah. yeah like the first time you watch them it's just otherworldly and it's new it's exciting yeah it's very like unique production i haven't heard it before and it's just yeah it gave it was very like surreal and otherworldly i think that they have very good words uh for it and the weekend picked a really good aesthetic he stuck to it especially yeah. through this middle port like the the first sort of half yeah um he really knew what he was aiming for um and and we knew that it, that was going to come with the uh, with the singles and like with the music the video clips and the announced trailer where the car was driving upside down down the road you're sort of yeah. getting this sort of like almost like the X-Files or Twilight mm. Zone like it was like very yeah. like not spooky but just like a bit weird and a bit odd yeah but alien like yeah um, yeah I think Hardest to Love 
was my favorite song. That to me is just it is, a perfect. It song. is really good. Like those sort of just the chilling like bits of piano that show the melody at the start. Yeah, and then it it comes in. But um, yeah, and I think with this project as well, he used his voice as an instrument more than he has in previous projects. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in previous projects he's obviously used it just to get lyrics across, but then Sanding Good came second to that. Whereas here, I think he put Sanding Good at number one and just conveyed what the song was about through emotion. Yeah. And I think he did that, like, really, really well as well. The Oh, the saxophone in In Your Eyes. Mm. That was such a good surprise. I, I was oh. He has oh. good snippets. On he really does. Mediocre songs are, uh, are sort of elevated by either really great production or really mm. great um, voice work. Um, yeah. Yeah, really great album. I'm going to play Hardest to Love and Scared to Live. Um, okay. And I'm then happy with that. We'll, we'll discuss some more. So this is Hardest to Love. Or God. Oh. This is a perfect song. This song is 10 out of 10. It is very 100%. Good. And his voice, where he's just using his voice to harm or yeah. sort of harmonize, like, really works well with the beat. Yeah. I love the drums he's used all throughout this as well. Like yeah. it's, it's real drums. It's not like computer generated. The um, yeah. Oh, and I love that little like boom. Yeah. Just in this song too. That's just beautiful. I know. Oh. He has a really, um, his him and his production team have a really good job of, like, picking the right time to bring those drums in. A second mm. earlier, or a second later, it doesn't sound as good. And obviously, like the technicians and stuff like that, they're trained to do that. But yeah. some get it just right every time, and it's like, even like a five percent um, increase in sort of production value can add so much yeah. more to the whole song and to the whole sound. Um, I'd say, yeah, Hardest to Love or Scared to Live for me is yeah. the best. I, I, they're very, very close, but let's mm. do Scared to Live. Oh, Scared to Live is still an amazing track, don't get me wrong. Oh, It's just so calming. That melody is amazing. And the crazy thing about him across all the tracks is that just he doesn't sound like he's straining his voice. Yeah, it it sounds so natural, it sounds so easy. And, and guys like Frank Ocean, sometimes occasionally Black, mm. um, and other R&B sort of superstars can really go to the next level without, like, breaking themselves. Or, yeah. Like, I could see The Weeknd doing this for another 10, 15 years, where Post mm. Malone does that on one album and he's, he's shot. Yeah. Because of how hard he has to strain his voice, and obviously his lifestyle obviously isn't... 
Yeah, all the, 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 the siggies. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's so effortless and it's so yeah, it's so easy and and like you just think that like he releases this album and he's like a, a mega star. He's like yeah. a top five artist in the world right now, and he didn't even make any pop hits on this. Like I yeah. wouldn't say any of these except for Blinding Lights. But even then, there's a sense of like realness to it yeah. that sort of pop songs don't usually have. Yeah. So I would say it, it isn't. It's just gotten the attention. Yeah, it's it's very rare mm. for an artist to have such a huge following without really making pop songs. Yeah. Um, or really rap songs either. Like, these are sort of right mm. in that R&B zone where R&B singers do get noticed a lot. Obviously, yeah. you have your ushers and stuff like that. Like but Chris Brown. Yeah. Like, he's really hit that spot. And the comparisons to sort of Prince or Michael Jackson yeah. are pretty spot on. Mm. Obviously, different voices and obviously like, quite different um, like message. styles. Yeah, 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 messages definitely. Um, but the effortlessness, the yeah. the charisma across this whole album, like you it's said, flawless. Um, is it called "In Your Eyes" or "In My Eyes"? Uh, yeah, yeah. In your eyes, in your yeah. eyes. Save your tears. Um, yeah. Until I bleed out, faith. Um, oh, Faith is a bang. Obviously, as well. there's some more upbeat ones like Heartless. Um, yeah. All right, you want me to play one more? Which which is your. Uh, um, which go, one do you want? Go Faith, because that's just a bang. All right, let's do Faith. And then when you're about to pause it, skip to the end for All like right. the transition into Blinding Lights. Yeah, this is a really good song as well. Oh, that. It's like. It's like a mystery is about to happen. Yeah. It's building. Oh. That is gorgeous. The production on this is perfect. All throughout the whole album, I would not change one single thing with the production. Yeah. It's almost like he's just made the production himself, like with his voice. Yeah. Oh. There's not a bad song on this album. No. Everything's like seven and a half or better. Most I, are like I nine plus. Yeah. Alright, let's skip to Blinding Lights transition. Like where he's in the back of the ambulance as well. That is just a beautiful track as well. That's perfect. What a great album. Uh, mm. Do you have anything else to say on the album? Um, only one. Um, I don't know what's, what song it is, whether it's Escape from L.A. or After Hours. I think it's Escape from L.A., where the second half of it um, like has a completely different... like it's, It does a bit of a beat switch. Not, it's not abrupt, mm. but it, it just introduces a whole new vibe. It's much darker. I think it's Escape from L.A., could be. I can't quite place what you're um, saying, actually. <laughs> like, I can't quite place the beat switch in either of those songs. But there probably is, and I just haven't... Yeah, it, it is um, Escape from LA. Oh, okay. it, it's, it is, not but... a, it's not a beat switch. He finishes, like, the chorus, and then sort of synths come in, and then just, like, a darker piano sort of sli- slowly rises up. Yeah. And then he jumps oh, back in again. Right, so yeah. it's, it's a really nice, subtle change of pace. I, I think he absolutely nailed this album... The only downside that I can give it is that the topics don't vary 
that much. It's mainly yeah. about Bella. Yep. But that's very nitpicky. Yeah. Because so, of how good it is. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you going to rate it? I'm thinking a 9 out of 10. I'm giving it also 9 out of 10. There you go. So a collective 18 out of 20. That's a fucking good score. That is a good score. <laughs> All right. So, well, that's the end of this show. Yes. Do you have one song uh, to recommend? Uh, it has to be... Um, fuck, what's it called? Hardest to Love. Hardest to Love. It would 100% have to be Hardest to Love. Right, I'm, I'm singing that one non-stop. I'm going to give one that we didn't... Um, okay. We didn't talk about. Snow Child. Talking about... Um, yeah. It gave us some iconic lines. Uh, yeah. Stuck in M's like I was shady. Um, <laughs> all my diamonds dancing like they Swayze. Yeah. Hard. All my diamonds dirty like they Swayze. Pretty and then, dirty. What do you say? All my hooks. No. All my something hit like they Sway Lee. All my diamonds hitting like they Sway Lee. Yeah. Very nice album indeed. But be sure to tune in later. We got Song of the Year. What year are we up to? 2011. 2011, alright. Really ripping through them. Alright, so be sure to uh, tune in for that.